Because that countdown clock is ticking. Boop, 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 boop. Just like that TV show, uh, tw- old TV show 24. Uh, February 17th, it is rocketing close by. That, of course, is going to be the last show online. Big Blue is going to go dark. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun ride till we get there. Um, I want to talk about living dangerously. I want to talk about the risky business of the NFL. I want to talk about some of the things that paid off, some of the things that don't pay off. And sometimes, you know, some of the things that Shane and Dable did that are kind of coming back to haunt them a little bit. But you know what? It is just the NFL. That's just the way it works. You're not going to get everything right. You're not going to do everything right. They had a nice streak where everything went extremely well. I've talked about adversity, and I've told people a million times before, adversity isn't when you're down by 10 in a game. That is a certain type of adversity. But I was talking about the type of adversity when you hit a two-game you know, losing streak, when you have the opportunity to go into a divisional games after a bad loss, and you have to come back, and you have to find a way to win on a holiday, on a short, short week in Dallas. That is adversity. Now, the question is, can the Giants overcome these things? Now, we need to also talk about the risky business of the NFL. That's why the tit- this title, uh, this, I guess, podcast is titled The Risky Business of you know Joe Shane and Brian Dable. Because they've done some things that have paid off. They've done some things that have not paid off. And one of the biggest things that they did that did not pay off was Adoree Jackson. I mean, if you go back into the lore of giant history and the annals of giant history, do you really think you, th- I mean, did anyone really think that having a Dory Jackson, your starting CB1, who's actually played extremely well this year, return punts? Really? Did anyone think that was a great idea? I mean, I, I mean that, that is beyond risky. He's out four to six weeks with a sprained MCL in his knee. Giants, of course, are seven and three right now. They have lost two of their la- their past three games, um, and there's only seven games left in the season. And he is going to miss four to six weeks. We've already had our bye week. So he's potentially going to miss se- six of the seven games. And anytime anyone says four to six weeks, I always err on the side of caution and go with uh, six weeks. And this is coming on the heels of Xavier McKinney, who we seem to have forgotten about, who hurt his hand on the ATV accident is out at least two more games because he's on the non-football injury list. And he's been replaced by, of course, Belton and Love. Love is like the last guy standing, really. He really has. But it's one of those things that we, it's time to – It's you always talk about – I've talked about this a million times. It's, it's about next man up. But the problem is, you know, Fabian may be out as well against, against this team in Dallas. So we have major corner concerns because we're going to have to put out probably a Darnie Holmes into the, you know, maybe move him into the CB1 position, maybe move him to the CB2 position. You got to look at Cordell Flott. Cordell Flott, uh, not, I'm not a big fan of Cordell Flott. I still have not been a big fan of Cordell Flott. You got Nick McLeod. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's going to be spotty at best against this team. Flott played 22 snaps against Detroit. McLeod played 39. Uh, we also seem to forget about uh, Rodarius Williams. He played 27. I am concerned that the Dallas team is going to burn the hell out of the secondary. That Dak is going to just like is going to find CeeDee Lamb and light this shit up. And you're going to have Pollard and you're going to have Ezekiel Elliott who's back and running with a purpose. That is going to make this another bl- after their I'm, I was hoping that the big blowout win 
against Minnesota. Maybe they used up all their points, Dallas did, but I don't know. Going against the depleted secondary, going against a a poor run defense, and and the fact that, like I said, it's a, it was beyond risky for Dable to sit there and say, okay, you know what, I'm going to put a Dory Jackson out there. And I'm and I've said it before. I talked about it I, when I when Irish Rover and I went to the game. Anytime a Dory you know went back to return a punt, I just said he just needs to catch it and fall down. Just catch it and fall down. And if you look at the injury, the injury was not caused by the turf. It was just a a a a. I want to say it, it wasn't. A, it was just the way he was tackled. It, we have the we have the picture on the thumbnail itself. But it, it was just, it was just not, I don't even want to say it was a rookie head coach mistake because other, you know, other, I'm not going to get into it, but other, other coaches have made the same mistake with Jason Seahorn. You do not take your guy who is going to be a linchpin for the rest of the season to have him back there returning punts. It just doesn't make sense. And then we have the news, of course, that Wandale Robinson is out for the season. Um, you know what? Every, I think everyone is, uh, you know, pretty, it's pretty well knowledgeable that I, that I, uh, I'm not, a, I'm not a Wondell Robinson fan. I never was I never was a Wondell. I was never a Wondell. I was never a fan of them drafting Wondell Robinson. I'm like, I should put, I should rephrase it that way because I felt that if you were going to take a guy with this diminutive size in the second round, he needs to be on, he needs to be beyond special. He needs to be a Percy Harvin. And I noted multitudes of times, um, that I feared that Wandell's size and stature and the way he played was going to lead to him to not even be able to survive his first NFL game, which he didn't. And I kept saying, no, I, I keep seeing an injury in his future. And I kept saying that. And I, you know, I was not being omnipotent, but it was one of those things that you just kind of saw it happen. And he was having a good game. Of course he was having a good game when the team was losing 31, 18, wasn't losing 31, 18 at the time, but they, they had to throw the ball. So he was having a good game at that. And, you could just see, I just felt that something was wrong. I, I, I just felt that he was going to have some type of situation where I'm watching Daniel Jones, second interception. I love when people go, I love when people go, well, the second one wasn't his fault. He overthrew his wide receiver. <laughs> he overthrew his, he overthrew his wide receiver, uh, by about six yards and into the hands of the uh, defensive back. I just, I just don't get people, but that's okay. That's why we're leaving. Um, but like I said, I worried about Juan Dell from the moment we drafted him. I talked about it ad nauseum, and now he's out with the ACL injury. And it was risk. I still, I've said it again. There was bigger targets and bigger wide receivers that the Giants could have selected in the second round beyond Juan Dell and other players. And it was just – and I understood. Like I said, I didn't like the pick at the time. I understood the pick at the time because of the fact that, you know, um, it took me a couple of weeks to figure out that they were drafting redundancy for Kadarius Toney. But like, if you're doing that, I mean, why would you go with this guy that, you know, he? It, 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 I don't know. I don't know. It was another risky move for the Giants that that are starting. You know, is just starting not to pay off, and that's okay. Because like I said, you're not going to hit on every move you make. Every move you make. <laughs> I know it's not every move you make, but I just want every breath you take. I'll be watching you. Um, since you've been gone, I've been lost without a trace. I'm dreaming that I can only see your face. I'm sorry. It's karaoke. It's karaoke time here at Online Big Blue. Um, 
No, you're right. Even lost. You know what? There, it, there was just. I thought there was just better receivers available than Wandell, but you know, it took me a few weeks to understand the reasoning behind the rationale behind the pick. But at the end of the day, it, it happened. The he he blew out his ACL, and he's out for the year, and he's going to be out for going probably into the middle of next season. And you're running out of wide receivers. You're running out of healthy wide receivers. And I always love when people are like, well, you know, this is just why we got to give Daniel Jones another chance. No, 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 no. These are the wide receivers that you decided to go to war with. These are the guys that this team and this organization picked. So they believed in David Sills to go over Alex Bachman and other players. They believed in not making a trade. And I understand why they didn't make the trade. I love the people like, they didn't make the trade. So that means they're not bringing back Daniel Jones. Yeah, that's probably the reason why. But it's just the fact that sometimes moves don't pay off. I am not down on Gettleman. Excuse me, Gettleman. I am down on Well, you know, sometimes you can look at some of the players Gettleman drafted. It's not looking that bad right now. I am not down on Shane. I am not down on Dable. I think winning seven games this season was beyond expectations, and they're heading. And like I said, if they only win one or two more games this rest of this year, this season is more than a rousing success. It really is. And like I said, you still have the opportunity to make the playoffs. You are you are in a better position to make the march into the playoffs than we were with six and ten and Joe Judge. So at the end of the day, we have to move forward. We have to we have to sally forward. We have to move on. We have to do what needs to be done, and we have to move on into Dallas. And that's it. And I love the people now that I, I love the people with Kadarius Tony. This is why this is one of the reasons why I'm leaving. Kadarius Tony, of course, uh, scored a touchdown the other day. Giant fans went crazy because you know we traded him over. Now he's got a he's he's got his uh, he's got his old uh, hammy issue firing back up again, and people are all over him. Like, well, see, this is why this is why we got rid of him. This is why we got rid of him. You just extolled the virtues of him for a year and a half. I had to hear. Then when we traded him, it was the worst decision in the world. Then when he made a catch and scored a touchdown, it was the worst decision in the world. And now that he's hurt his hamstring again, everything's awesome. Everything is awesome. Uh, I, mean, I just, this is, it's, it's the fans that just drive me nuts. It's, it's just, it just really is. It really is. But you know what? We're moving forward. Those that do not know, go follow, get off my lawn, the mad ramblings of a Gen Xer. That's a wonderful podcast. It, the podcast is really, and I, like I said, I, I am, I am speechless in regards to how quickly this podcast is taken off. We, we have been monetized. We have thousands of downloads. I think we have a hundred different five-star reviews on, um, what is it? iTunes and Spotify and all this. So, you know, it's, it's been a humbling experience, but it's been a great experience. It's a lot of fun. We haven't had a new episode come up in the last couple of days because we're working on some new things. Uh, but that will be out. We probably we're not going to have any video on Thursday. We might have a recap of the game on Thursday, but we're not really going to be doing much uh, because of the holiday weekend. Got family over, got everything else going on. So I hope everyone has a wonderful and safe holiday. Sexy Dexy looks like he's going to make the Pro Bowl. He's not Aaron Donald, guys. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of seeing that comparison. He's having a great season. He's having a good season. He's he's having the season that we exp- that we hoped and expected he would have in year four. But he's not Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald would not have lost 31-18 <laughs> to the Detroit Lions. Um, and he, he, like I said, but he's having a good season. He Sometimes he seems to be playing on an island of his own. And, you know, I do think sometimes it would be worse uh, for this Giants defensive line if Dexy wasn't sitting there in the middle. So we got to give a big thumbs up to, to Mr. Dexter Lawrence. Uh, hope everyone has a fun, safe weekend. If I don't get a video out there. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue. bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like... You can subscribe. If you're ringing that button, you know what it means. That'd be awesome.